Okay, real quick, I want you guys to pitch to me a natural disaster combined with some sort of deadly animal. <laughs> I'm in. Spider quake. Spider quake. <laughs> <laughs> this earthquake sucked in a whole bunch of spiders. <laughs> ah. Uh. No. Ew. They're just regular spiders, though. Just loads of them. <laughs> oh, Hundreds of them. We're going to need a whole bunch of um, cups and cardboard things. <laughs> NASA has built the biggest square square meter area of cardboard. <laughs> We're going to put a giant glass over New York, slide a piece of cardboard underneath, and then just take it out. <laughs> what about the building, sir? You asked too many questions. Kill this man with spiders. Uh, it, it's like that. <laughs> That's like something it's a spider like that, would um, say. That show that got cancelled because it was stupid. Uh, under the dome, but it's just uh, spiders. <laughs> it was stupid. I don't know if that's why it got cancelled. Well, why no one Other shows it. that are still going implies that that's not the reason it got cancelled. It got cancelled because no one watched it because it was stupid. <laughs> and spiders. And spiders. It was all the worst aspects of Stephen King's writing that sort of made literal. Or all the best so. aspects. <laughs> It wasn't even a creepy monster, so far as I remember. Just man was the creepy monster. Oh, no. <sighs> I, I finally got it. This is the best show. <laughs> it's like Lost. One Sharknado. Now it's on for the sec- tricky second one. I'm Paul Salt. I'm Paul Goodman. And today we are joined by Aussie Nerd himself. It's Daniel. Ha! I love that intro because it implies that people know me. They should. Do. In retrospect, when I become super famous, it'll be great. <laughs> super famous as a podcaster, or do you have some other sort of nefarious I'm... D- duties on? I may... when you're the mayor of Australia. <laughs> Which is a thing. I I do a podcast uh, called the Aussie Nerds Podcast because I'm great at branding. Uh, <laughs> where I talk about where I invite someone on each week and we talk about their favorite movie. Mm. Yeah, you guys were on. We were. Yeah, it's a fabulous idea. Not together though. Love the positivity of it. Stipulated that. Uh, no, we... not together. F- just for once, please. We said. <laughs> <laughs> Let us have a thought and call it our own. I can't even do it. I'm referring to us as a as an R, a collective. I either had to have you on separately, or you'd have to fist fight over which movie you'd do. <laughs> yeah, and the other one would have to accept the winner's favorite film as their favorite film forever. Yeah, it's a weird blood pact we engaged in. Oh, hey, what's your favorite film? <sighs> it's the Care Bears movie. I, I'd have changed <laughs> mine to fuck you over. Is, is it? <laughs> I knew that was the thing. We should be discussing Sharknado three. Oh, hell no. Oh, that's also the subtitle of the film. (laughs) I know how this is going to sound, but I can sense these storms now. These sharks, they have a scent. It's not a pretty one. Sharknados have now been reported all up and down the East Coast. They're everywhere. Is this going to be the big one? Is this going to be one we can't contain? Emerging Sharknados? Sharky King. Millions of people are gonna die. So you really are saving the world. You don't know how to stop being a hero. This isn't about being a hero. This is about us. 
This is about our family. It's the second sequel to Anthony C. Ferrante's asylum movie Sharknado. Three away from the end. Imagine that. Uh, the film stars George R. R. Martin as himself, Matt Lauer as himself, Al Roker as himself, Natalie Morales as himself, Kathy Lee Gifford as himself, Jedward as himself, and Christopher Judge. Who? As Lee, um, Kratos. Oh. Slash Teal'c from Stargate SG-1. I didn't notice him. Sure didn't. I tried. God, God knows I tried. Yeah. As soon as um all those celebrities popped up, I'm like, that's probably someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I should probably yeah, that, know who that is. That happened a lot in both of the movies that we've seen, actually. Sharknado 3 and 4 is just, um, oh, I feel like the film out, the film expected me to know who that was. Mm. It's a bunch of D-list celebrities. It's people who are yeah. known, but also would agree to be in a Sharknado movie. <laughs> that's a very, that's a Venn diagram that's very slender. Where, where do right-wing politicians... And pundits come into that. Yeah, a lot of them. And in fact, they approach Sarah Palin to appear in yeah. this movie as, um, like, the president. Yeah. And they also, and she said no. So they approached Donald Trump, but he turned them down because he had something slightly worse in mind. <laughs> He'd been given an idea. Cast <laughs> as president, you say? Oh my god! If this film <laughs> was just like if the this... reason that all this <laughs> shit happened, I take back what I said, and this is now the worst movie ever. <laughs> Meanwhile, they called up the prime minister of my country and said, we want you to play a prime minister who makes people make a really dumb decision. Hmm. Well, I won't play the role, but... Wonderful. Hmm, interesting. Right, the film was poorly received by critics, the public, but not Amazon, though. Oh, I love good. it on Amazon. But uh, first things first. The Rotten Tomatoes consensus is Sharknado 3, oh hell no, bites off more than it can chew, leaving viewers with an overly long mess that isn't even bad enough to be good. I disagree. <laughs> it is so bad enough to be good. It is the right <laughs> level of terrible to be like, ah, oh, I love it. Mm. <laughs> well, I think that just about sums me up. So if I, if I have some jokes later, I'll chime in, but otherwise I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Over to you, Daniel. <laughs> Elaborating, Heidi Patalano over at The Rap says... Here's one thing that's rarely complained about in a review. The acting and dialogue in Oh Hell No are not bad enough. Partially, this can be credited to less screen time for Tara Reid. Ouch. Well, th thanks. But take that, Tara Reid. Yeah. <laughs> not idiot. enough Tara Reid. She'd have made this bad enough to be interesting. <laughs> it's a very mixed... This is It's a very heady concept, all of this. I love her. Fuck you. She's the best. <laughs> I don't know who Tara Reid is. <laughs> She's the um, Finn's love interest. She had a chainsaw hand. She's the greatest. <laughs> she had a chainsaw hand. Oh, Christ. Vinny Mancuso mm. over at The Observer says, Unlike the first two movies, it didn't feel like I was participating in a Sharknado night. It felt like I was subjecting myself to it. Now, I'm not going to take his word for it and buy again that the previous Sharknado movie to the one that we watched is the good one. No. Oh, no, you just missed out. It's like the th fucking three Billy Goats gruff of shit movies. <laughs> Oh no, my older, less boring brother is coming right down the road. Don't eat me. No, I'm eating this one. I don't know how analogies work. Oh. <laughs> I will eat you. <laughs> I might fuck you first. <laughs> I'm going to fuck you and eat you, Billy Goat Gruff. I appreciate that you might fuck her after. <laughs> oh no, you'd be all full. <laughs> you don't want to fuck on a full stomach. <laughs> eat them after you fuck them, kids. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how sex works. <laughs> Oh, that's the first successful callback we've ever had on this show, I think. <laughs> Great having guests. Um, David Gar... Okay, yes, on to the public. David Garseed on Amazon, the fucking madhouse, 
says even more ludicrous than the first two. But then who's expecting Shakespeare with this franchise? Of the three, the 3D is better here, but still not the best. Can't wait to see what they come up with next. He wrote, He watched this in 3D? What a masochist. I think he did. <laughs> You've got to have that Tara Reid coming right at you. That's how, she That's was how made. it has its full impact. <laughs> While you were reading that, I was desperately trying to think of uh, how to speak like Shakespeare, but talk about Sharknado. <laughs> Verily, the shark doth rain on high. Is this a shark I see before me? No, it's bad CGI. <laughs> oh, shall I compare thee to a Sharknado? How art more temperate? <laughs> a than sharky day. Better. <laughs> <laughs> Sharks delight not me. No, nor Nados neither. Um, the highest rated negative oh, review shark. on Amazon by a user named So Much for Integrity. It's a good name. <laughs> says in their three star review, fair. Oh, like the weather. <laughs> yeah, on a sharky day. <laughs> I gave this five stars. But um, <laughs> if I was being honest, like half, but I'm not because I love this movie. It's so <laughs> stupid, but I love it. And we all know that when you love something, you just got to dig your heels in. Yeah, dig your heels and in. Not, and tell everyone why they're wrong. Very much like Jamie Lannister. Oh, I'm sad now. Oh. oh, dear. There are lots of two men, as you would expect, this being the second entry in a franchise that we've reviewed. Yes. But just one three man. Paul, who is that three man, do you think? Who's the one person who's been in both Sharknado movies? I'll give you that. But also no. another film we've reviewed. I'd, li- I'd, I'd like to think it's David Hasselhoff. Afraid <laughs> not. Oh, Tara- it's Tara Reid. Of course it's Tara Reid. From? Um, the Uwe Boll thing. Yes, Alone in the Dark. Alone in the Dark. <laughs> My God. Oh, Tara Reid. She played a scientist slash archaeologist slash Nainoth Cherry fan. <laughs> <laughs> she carried that iPod shuffle around wherever she went with a one Nainoth Cherry song on it. <laughs> But she still put it oh, on God. shuffle. She did, and that's why everyone loves her. <laughs> She's just Tara. The next Nana Sherry um, song is just seven seconds away. And it's seven um, seconds or so. And it's seven seconds away, <laughs> so it's it's very complicated. Oh, free to a man, free in a bush, free, free, no. Films are shit, mate. Uh, the film has 4.1 on IMDb, 36% on Rotten Tomatoes, 53% on Metacritic, and 4.3 on Amazon. So, mixed? So, Daniel, you Sharky Canes, why have you suggested we watch and spend part of our lives talking about Sharknado 3? Because one of you made me watch Old Boy, so as punishment, I brought this. <laughs> I forget which one, it doesn't matter which one. <laughs> uh, that's an overreaction I'm, I'm going to say right now at the top of the episode. Like, do you want a sweet? Ow, I've been stabbed now. <laughs> I like the comparison of Old Boy to a lovely sweet. <laughs> this will clean you out. It's a, it's a sweet of sorts, yeah, it's like a laxative. I wanted to bring on a good movie, but then I remembered your premise, <laughs> so I brought on the best movie. <laughs> Excellent. I have many thoughts. M- much is going through my head and heart and balls. But before <laughs> we get to that, let's just briefly outline what happens in Sharknado 3. Oh, oh hell no. I'm excited. Well, go on then. <laughs> your idea. Sharks attack and they go to space and there's lightsabers. Jesus Christ, yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh dear. I'm happy with that. <laughs> yeah, nice. They have chainsaw lightsabers! This is the greatest! <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Frankie yeah. Muniz is in there from Malcolm in the Middle. You travel with your own mechanic now? Well, mechanic slash bodyguard. Chris Jericho's in there from the WWE. Michelle Bachman's in there from My Worst Nightmares. All I'm hearing is 
and that guy, and what's her face? Jared's in it. Noted pedophile. <laughs> There's a subway ad, which which is also great. There's a, yep, a long, great very long ad for Universal Studios. They paused for ads. They had an ad break in the movie <laughs> where they just went to DreamWorks, uh, DreamWorks, and then went to Subway. Yeah. What is happening? Incidentally, this is not the movie where sharks go to space. This is the movie where sharks go to Universal Studios. <laughs> they spend way more of their time there. And die in space. I, lo- <laughs> I love the guy that the shark that goes to Universal Studios. Oh, by the way, that fucking stupid tourist. But the the guy the shark that's like, I'm just gonna wait here. Some fucker is gonna be near me, and I'll just eat him. <laughs> that is planning, and I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm just, this is, this has blown my note system to shreds. I'm just looking through trying to find a joke that is, I can, I want to, <laughs> what joke can we make? I can pull it back to. No, <laughs> oh, for friends start fighting, and who's that in the middle? It's Frankie Muniz. There you go. Pretend oh, I nice. choose that naturally. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> just, we'll just pop, we'll just pop that in sporadically throughout the episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's the like a stopped joke. clock. Occasionally it'll be funny. <laughs> so, this is the setup of the film, basically. They go to a scene. Uh, somebody that I don't recognise but know that I should turns up <laughs> and then a shark lands on them and they get edited out of the, the film and replaced yeah. by blood and then that happens about a hundred times there are... I know I think that you're having the wrong tone <laughs> I don't think that tone problem started with me <laughs> <laughs> okay here's the thing that I, I I saw the movie and I'm like oh my god he's getting a stupid award that is the lamest and dumbest name for an award ever. Yeah. And I thought that it was a parody. But apparently the American Medal of Freedom is a real thing that exists. <laughs> it sounds like something that a country with no history would make up. But <laughs> take that, American listeners. <laughs> All of Boom, you. Boom, taking you down. <laughs> I'm just focusing on Australia, who are like five years older than you. Um <laughs> <laughs> I will say, we were kind of hoping that some dots would get joined up for some of the inexplicable shit that happens in Sharknado 4. Like, maybe the yeah. guy who built a wall around the Earth might be introduced. Yeah. Or it God might explain no. why a weather reporter has an eye patch throughout the whole thing. Is David Hasselhoff in Sharknado 4? Yes. yes. Do they explain how he, A, floated to the moon, or, <laughs> or B, floated back? I, mean, I can't remember. I He's just do. on Earth. I think they do. It doesn't necessarily have to make sense. I can't remember a single fucking thing that David Hasselhoff does. I thought Tara movie. Reed was he has dead a jet at the pack. beginning of the fourth one as well. Yeah, well, they kind of do that at the end of the uh, third one. Everybody thinks that she's dead in the fourth one, and at the end of the third one, oh, the shark lands. There we go. Yeah, I forgot of. about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's like a, a one second thing. I was waiting for her to die tragically and poignantly in this one so that to make mm. sense of her inexplicable. Poignantly. <laughs> Guess I'm not well, going to get home for Christmas after all. Memorably, perhaps. You have too high a hopes. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Mr. Stark. Oh, God. I'm so <laughs> oh, God. I'm a hateful man. Oh, God. Oh. Stop. Stop it. There was a Twitter vote that happened between films three and four, uh, where the fans could decide whether Tari lived or died, and uh, you had to <laughs> hashtag April lives or it. hashtag April dies. Um, <laughs> I don't know which one won. <laughs> I don't know. Never mind that. Here comes another shark. And look, we've got some practical ones for once. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks for looking out for me, Paul Salt. <laughs> and me, Chris Jericho. And me, Guy from NASCAR. And me, Jedward. <laughs> Great. Um, <laughs> Hooray, that was Sharknado 3. Oh, hell no. <laughs> what do you think of the movie, everyone? 
I love the fact that like he's we have we have the opening scene where he's running and he's like stuck in traffic and there's a big stomp coming. So like, oh fuck, Shackinados. But no, he's just getting the award and then he gets the golden chainsaw and it works. And he uses <laughs> the golden chainsaw to fight sharks with the president. Yeah, I will say this. And then they stab a shark with the American flag. And I'm like, oh, this is the greatest movie ever. I know all of that sounds great on paper is the thing. It's it a very, does. it's a, a good premise that they've got there, and it's good story beats that they've got. But the practicality, and I feel like this is partially stifled by the budget, of course, because this movie didn't have one. They decided to make a movie without a budget, and the fact that this movie made was made for fifty dollars in a dream <laughs> is why it worked. If it was made for like twenty five million dollars and it looked good, it wouldn't have worked because it's dumb as fuck. I don't know. It, I, I just feel like it came over frequently as being quite careless. Is the thing. There was a mm. frequent attitude of just, we don't have to try with this. This it's writes like... itself. <laughs> God, yeah, it does. No, that's not what I was saying. I was doing the opposite of that. It's <laughs> <laughs> using irony. <laughs> don't do um, that again. You, you've been told. <laughs> it's dangerous. What I've told you before about that. I can't. We're not using uh, cameras for this recording session either, so I can't <laughs> even wear my irony hat. You can't even give your wink. Oh my god, if you saw my face as I was describing this, you'd be like, oh no, there's no turning back for him. <laughs> Orgasmic bliss, I imagine, is the expression that your face has been frozen in. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh god, I wish, I, I'm, I'm, well, yeah, we should be open, I don't think we've explicitly said it. Me and Cooper didn't like this one very much. And I, I, no. I do. You don't say. <laughs> I wish I did. I really do. I wish these movies were more entertaining, but here's the thing. When, for me, for us, when you make a so bad it's good movie on purpose, like when you set out to do that, then what you're making is a comedy, is what you're doing. You're intentionally trying to make people laugh through bad production value, through inexplicable plot, through, you know, heightened situations, things like that. So you have to be judged as such, whereas a movie that is genuinely so, you know, they tried to make a good film and they, ten they fucked it up and now it's so bad it's good, gets judged on what was bad about it. Here, they have to effectively make you laugh, very much like Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Mm. And yeah. I just found that a lot of the film just didn't really do it for me. I was spending a lot of time just um, <sighs> bored. <laughs> by yeah. un if you make a bad movie on purpose, you've just made a bad movie. Sure. But, okay, so this this exists in a, in a, like, in a, in a tight crossover where it's just like people that like are so bad it's good in movies don't like it mm. because it's made bad on purpose and people like good movies don't like it, don't like it's it bad. because it's terrible yeah. <laughs> but then in the middle in the crossover it's me <laughs> <laughs> I, I did have a thought Can't argue during that, this I, guess. I did have a thought during this could a movie that's intentionally so bad it's good be made so poorly that it becomes so bad that it is good. So they set out and it's like, we're just going to make a funny movie. Here's the thing. I think comedies generally, generally have a tough time being so bad they're good. Yeah. That's because the um, the bad, the so bad it's good stuff is funny. So if you're Adam Sandler, you can't make funny well, things. Exactly, well, yeah. So it's just sad. That's it. If you set out to be funny and fail, it's embarrassing. If you, fed, if you set out to do anything else and fail, then it can be very funny. Mm. Yeah. It's interesting to have someone here who likes these movies because this these movies have not these movies. Sorry, yes, D just to be yes. clear, only this one. <laughs> I didn't like the first one because they're like I was like this is just boring. You're just trying to explain the stupid Sharknado. Yes, don't bother. That's exactly then I it. I skipped the second one. 
And then I went, and then someone on a podcast called Spoilers just assumed that I had watched it because it's got sharks in space. Right. They're not wrong. <laughs> so I went back and I saw it and I'm like, this is great. It's got lightsaber chainsaws and golden chainsaws and someone's got a chainsaw hand and there's just tons of chainsaws and they're fighting fucking stupid sharks and they're at Waterworld or some bullshit. <laughs> and then there's a shark on a fucking water slide and then there's all this stuff and then there's shark in, in the sky. It's so yeah, good. I, oh God, Again, again, so it much. sounds great when you say it, but the chainsaw, you saying it is more exciting and it is better executed than the film was. <laughs> the chainsaw to explain. That's why these keep getting made because of the pitch <laughs> meeting. Yes, these are an easy pitch to a low budget studio. That's definitely true. But the thing is, the chainsaw to shut to explaining Sharknado uh, ratio. I found to be quite strongly in favor of explaining the Sharknado. The data on Washington is still coming in. Who are you talking to? Intel on its way. Nova and I made a pact that we wouldn't tell anybody where we get our top I secret information. Over at the NWS. What we've done, what we do. I've been what tracking all activities. It's polarizing. Team knowledge is good. It's polarized. It's polarized. Yeah, if you you want a YouTube reel then, basically of of the crazy bits. Yes, if you just gave me a YouTube reel of all of the Sharknado shit, yeah, and cut out all the boring crap that I skip over, I'm just like, oh, this is stupid. I'm gonna tweet something. Yeah, I will. S- I, I I'd be in. You know what? The last time we did this, we agreed that the last ten minutes of Sharknado Four showed an awful lot of promise. It's hard to say whether or not Sharknado Three follows that because I had a fair amount of ill will sign uh, built up I, by the time they actually go into space. Well, interestingly, I was gonna say it's, that the final. The final moments of Fourth Awakens, the coming out of the shark bit, was the best for me. Yeah, it was it, it, the exact yeah. same here. It was the best bit because it showed some in, inventive use of great effects, and it was actually quite entertaining. And it made me laugh because I wasn't expecting it. In this one specifically, it's a the baby comes out of the slit that's made in yeah. the shark first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a that was good. That was very good. So, that was but hilarious. that's. It's a punchline to a bad joke that's gone on for too long. That's the problem. <laughs> like it, you, you're telling this joke, and you've been going on for ninety minutes, and everyone's walked away to get on with their lives, and you're just there in a room <laughs> on your own, maybe with Daniel in there laughing, uh, just t- just telling this joke, and then you say the the punchline, and then the baby's hand comes out of the, the shark gash. Yeah. And everyone goes, "Wait, what? What? Oh, didn't like the rest of that joke." <laughs> oh, I, I'm already on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> in Swindon. It's just the dumbest <laughs> thing Ugh. ever. Because, like, she's pregnant, and then she gets eaten by a shark, and then he's there with his chainsaw, and then he goes into another shark. I know, I know. And then they fall (laughs) through the fucking earth on sharks. Meanwhile, David, before that, you had, like, this big, dramatic, stupid scene where David Hasselhoff is like, I'm going to sacrifice myself, it'll be fine, I'll be seen in the next movie. And then, like, instead of doing their escape plan, they go into sharks. And it's just like, and then she has her chainsaw hand, and she cuts her way out, and then she's given birth while falling to earth in a fucking shark. That baby is a baller. I don't know how many more times I can say this in different ways. It sounds <laughs> great when you say it. It's just not quite translating to the screen for us. But I'm so glad you enjoyed it. 
And I'm sure that you've <laughs> got some good things that you'd um, like to share with the people at home. I have at least two. Well, then let's. How about how about we start quick firing then? I feel like we've. Fuck me, have we earned a prolonged quick fire? Quick fire. So let's um let's go through the things we liked in this movie. I shall start us off. I will say I did like the in media res opening the fact that we start off and he's running and it looks like everything's already kicked off i missed the point when that is revealed to be a fake out i don't know when that was there was the line that's like the punchline that diffuses the tension and it's like oh no he's not running because of sharknado he's going for an award Mm. i missed that so he's just there getting an award and it's like wait wasn't there a wasn't wait it was good running at the beginning though he he ran with force he ran like a tall tom cruise I think Finn Shepard had some good faces. Not comedic faces, but he's a man with an interesting face. And he was doing it a lot. He was doing his face quite a lot <laughs> throughout the film. Yeah. Um, lots of furrowed brows and, and grizzly, like grizzled Christian Slater looks, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, you've got to I compliment a man for Slater that. Looks. You've got to, if you see it on the street, if you see a Christian Slater looking motherfucker, you've got to go up to him. And just congrat- congratulate him, shake his hand. For making it he's this legally far. obliged to make it as um, he's been trained. He's he's you know he's got the experience. He knows how to make this a, a good experience for all of you. Trained not to kill you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he's been trained to resist that urge. Okay, Daniel, what's your first quickfire? Uh, literally everything that any shark ever does. <laughs> Every time there's a shark on yeah. screen, <laughs> I'm just like, this is now the greatest movie. And then they leave, and then I'm like, oh fuck off. <laughs> oh, I wish I liked the sharks. It's just. I, I have this thing with CGI and I know when it's when it's purposely bad it can be really funny. There were only a, there were a couple of times when I thought killing sharks looked good. Mm. Oh yeah, okay, so the next one's a shark moment. One of the sharks just flops into Abraham Lincoln's lap on the at the Lincoln Memorial. Oh yeah. <laughs> and that's it's kinda cute. <laughs> oh, that was a cute gag. <laughs> a shark. Yeah, a little shark. He's just kind of get gaping, you know, he's just kinda like, uh, uh. I'm a shark. Um, <laughs> this sucks. How do the sharks feel about all this? That's what I want to know. <laughs> they um, made of seven. Hashtag not all sharks. They protested his anti-shark propaganda. <laughs> oh. Look, tornadoes, sharknadoes are a serious threat to our species, especially in Australia. <laughs> we genuinely have those here. This is a hard-hitting documentary in Australia. <laughs> this is why I. This is why I was like, oh, uh, that's like my cousin Paul. There's a lot of pools in this. Full of Sharknadoes. <laughs> yeah, it's true. They almost didn't let me in. Oh, not another one. <laughs> yeah, but I'm English. Look at me. Oh, you are I did a little dance where I shook my hips. We let English people in if they can make us tea. <laughs> they know about the tea. I promise them tea. It's still coming. <laughs> I still have to days. make it for the Prime Minister. I get invited to his house once a week. <laughs> still no tea, I say. You have to, you have to, but you have to do a bit of the Hugh Grant, though. You learn that as an immigrant. Is most most places will accept you if you do a bit of a Hugh Grant. Better oh, than actual currency. <laughs> oh gosh, uh, well, I had my passport around here somewhere and my visa, but <laughs> oh, let him Ooh, in. Lost it in a hooker. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you say it so oh, British. So charming. <laughs> Look at the way you said hooker instead of prosy. <laughs> <Isn't> it? <laughs> as if hooker's a British term. Yeah. No, is it? Prostitute. A prostitute. You speak the Queen's English when you refer to one of her 
when you refer to a lady of the British Isles. That's a lady hilarious. of the night. A lady pertaining to the night. That's hilarious because it <laughs> implies that the Queen has ever said the word prostitute. Ever. <laughs> so they were fucking day, mate. <laughs> oh, the Queen. Stop her. You tell that fucking prostitute down at number 10, she don't sort this <laughs> shit out I'm coming down in now. Nah. That's the Queen. <laughs> oh. they don't, we don't let her talk much. <laughs> she mainly just waves. <laughs> she can do that now. The same guy who did Winston Churchill's audio. He he does the Queens as well. <laughs> oh god, I can't remember where we got to. I had Lincoln's lap. It's my my turn, and it's another Finn one. There's a really okay. There's a scene when they're in the the White House, I think, and um, they're running away, shooting at sharks, and. There's a really overblown scene of Finn sliding along a parquet floor, firing two guns without yes. pause. <laughs> he eventually falls onto his ass and slides on his ass while still firing the guns. This is for America, baby! That's real camp. That feels like proper camp. Yeah. And if the film that, would have been more of that, the film is exactly it could that. have kept me entertained. And it wasn't exactly that. It's, not, it's exactly that. About 5% of its runtime. Oh, he does a good slow-mo gun toss. Okay. I think he's got a gun in each hand and he just sort of casually chucks them both over his shoulder. Yeah. Pretty good gun toss. Oh, I love I it. I liked him shoving a statue into the shark's um, head stump. That looked fairly practical. I don't see... I think it would be harder to do that digitally than just having a plastic shark and shoving a concrete head onto it. The look that Finn gives Frankie Muniz is spot on for what everyone else would give Frankie Muniz if they saw him now. <laughs> so is, is that Frankie Muniz? Oh, it is. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you a Scientologist? <laughs> no, that was my brothers. Oh. My fake brothers. <laughs> oh. They were my brothers once. We were gentlemen warriors. The fellowship of Malcolm in the middle. For Scientology. I mean, oh. <laughs> I always All do right, that. Francis. They go to space, dudes! They go to fucking space! They go to NASA with David Hasselhoff and be like, About can we an... borrow one of your ships? We promise we'll bring it right back. They go to David Hasselhoff. They have a long conversation about borrowing one of his ships and a diner. But I got a plan. These storms, they're gonna merge. Those bombs we dropped Kinda last like time, it's not gonna whole career, never we once. We need to create a lot of space. Be like a column of flame, and then we get these missiles to go. Everyone knows missiles rain down and work's going on. They go to space with David Hasselhoff and they use a lightsaber to fight sharks in space. Hell yeah. An hour and ten minutes in. I doesn't matter. They do it and it's great. Doctor Who goes to space every week and hear people going on about it. Why did I have hanging off the car door looks good? Oh, because he opens the door and he stood outside of it and suddenly a storm picks up and he's kind of um, picked up by the wind and he's hanging onto this door for dear life and it actually looked pretty decent. Hmm. I reckon they I, be, I reckon they put Finn on some wires. Ah. That's what I reckon. Expensive, those wires. They strung him up. That was where all the budget went. Charles Shepard's a good name. It's not very <laughs> sharky, though. No, Finn is much better. Finn, Gil... Salty water. <laughs> Big teeth. <laughs> Your last name is Salt. Have you been in this? <laughs> Black Eyes McShark. <laughs> that was my christening na- christened name. <laughs> Black Eyes McSharty, so- McSharky Salt. McSharty. Oh, God. <laughs> McSharty. 
<laughs> Old Salty Sea Sharty. That was a that was the nickname you picked up later for various reasons. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. <laughs> it involved whacking off fewer guys than you think. <laughs> but still a couple, which I appreciate. Yeah, a few. Yeah, a couple. <laughs> I get your nickname. Um Daniel, what's next? I, I, I sort of covered it with like everything the sharks do. <laughs> Yeah, that was quite broad, to be fair. <laughs> I love the fact that the sharks are super intelligent and they plot. That that shark that was hiding there was just like, I'm just going to wait here. It'd be sweet. I like, okay. Huh. I like the fact that um, that she tries to explain, yeah, they can hold water in their gills or whatever. And then he's like, shut up with your fucking science. Just let me kill sharks. And I'm just like, yes, <laughs> just kill sharks. I don't give a fuck about just science. 50 minutes ago. Oh, speaking of sharks, my next one is I liked the shark going around the roller coaster like tracks. Like a shark just got and, and it's a really oh, yeah. bad shot. It's mostly flat, and that's the way that you can make these sharks look dumb and, and like funny. Is you just show it in a flat wide and just yeah, it, the shark is just going around the fucking roller coaster and it looks terrible, but in a funny way for once. And yeah, so I really like that shot, and I feel like it could have done with more of that kind of shark action. Yeah, for all its craziness and, and and absurdity, it doesn't really seem to lean into it. Doesn't lean into the campness of it, and it doesn't seem to lean into what is actually really funny about that premise. Doesn't lean into the campness. He fights a shark with a lightsaber chainsaw. Hell yeah! What's not? And that doesn't even, that doesn't feel camp. That's the problem. It doesn't feel camp. It just that feels bit felt camp. Dumb. But my. I, I, I will take the middle ground here. That bit felt suitably camp. My issue is that it came an hour and 15 minutes into this movie. Well, that's your fault for not skipping around <laughs> like a genius. Surely intelligent people can just skip through films to the best bits. Instinctively. Mark, Mark Camo has never spent more than 10 minutes watching a film. <laughs> <laughs> that actually makes Christopher Nolan's... Christopher Nolan quite an amateur like the dunces movie maker the dunces movie wow. genius who just gives you the film gives you amazing moments in sequence so you don't have to do it for yourself Christopher like, Nolan oh, yeah, doesn't like give that. you amazing moments in sequence he's never had a movie in sequence <laughs> yes he has that's clever you're wrong okay no it's not it's all wrong all of this is wrong <laughs> I'm, I'm going Kevin is taking a scorched earth approach to this film criticism this week. <laughs> Fuck everything. He has to counter my unabashed enthusiasm. I'm all about balance on this podcast. If there's one thing that we're here for, one, is that one good thing is here for, it's to crush optimism into the ground. <laughs> I will not go down without a fight. I will not go gently into that good night, written by Christopher Nolan. So <laughs> into that good shark. <laughs> I could have been written by Christopher Nolan. <laughs> Gilman, what's your last good thing then? I I really like the line when um, Tara Reed says, "No, I can fight too," and uh, he go- and Finn goes, "No, April, you're playing ninja for two now." Oh yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's so a stupid. nice little line. You don't you don't have to stop her from fighting. You have the baby fight. <laughs> if that was just at the <laughs> end of this, there's a CGI baby and it kills a shark with a chainsaw. It yeah. would have been the best movie ever. Made. I know. <laughs> Playing Ninja for Two is an actual funny line that play that has context behind it, and it's a good punchline. It's a, it's and a it fun line. Sit up and pay attention. So well done. I there. love the line, yeah. but I don't like that she didn't fight as much as she should have. She should have just been kicking. She us. was very. She was very subdued during this one. They did. They did lean off of the Tara Reed that we. I think we got more Tara Reed in Sharknado Four. We got her awkwardly yeah. lifting up a car. See, 
That's what. That's what I wanted. <laughs> I wanted her to be pregnant, but that not to affect the plot at all. She's mm. just pregnant and also yeah. running around she a, a l- uh, roller coaster, killing sharks. Yeah, she spent most of her time in that Jimmy John's. Uh, Daniel, do you have any f- any last ones? Watch this movie. I don't give a shit what they say. This is the greatest <laughs> movie ever made. <laughs> Goodman, your rebuttal. Uh, defense rests. <laughs> Prosecution rests. Whatever. I don't. I don't know. I'm defending something. I'm not sure which. <laughs> You're defending, defending your opinion against heart. me, who is just like um, You're wrong. It's great. Am I defending okay. Christopher Nolan? I'm not sure at this stage. <laughs> Somebody has. If Christopher to. Nolan made am. this movie, I don't care how good it looks, he wouldn't make this movie. He's busy doing stupid <laughs> things like writing a good script. <laughs> Sharkception. Look. I'm going to meet you halfway here by with my last three good things. One of which is a genuinely funny thing. One of which is a good plot beat. And one of which is a genuinely moving character. See, it has so everything. That should cover all bases. Here we go. Genuinely funny moment. I like the fact that TV presenters get a shark each. <laughs> the roof just caves in. And one shark for each one of the TV of the four TV presenters drops in onto their laps. It's Yeah, that's really funny. I was genuinely surprised that they killed Billy. We didn't. We haven't spoken about Billy yet. I don't intend to. <laughs> but there was a Billy, and they killed him off, and it was a surprise to me. Oh. Finally, David Hasselhoff. Just in general. In space, and he's got his son there, Finn. Yeah. Finn Shark Killer, and <laughs> actual name. David Hasselhoff says. <laughs> David Hasselhoff says. It's okay, pal. I'm living my dream. Flying in space? No. Being your hero. See? It's everything. That this was a sweet moment. Brilliant. Stop saying see at the end of every good thing. That's not how this works. <laughs> and on that genuinely angry note, let's now hand it over to... You're so bad. I love it. It's all, it's all for show for the listeners at home. Hi there. Tune in next week for one good thing. This week, it's Sharknado Fan Club week. Um, <laughs> let's have... I'm wearing a fin right now. <laughs> I'm wearing a gill. It's really uncomfortable. I'm not... I don't know which to breathe through. It's horrible. I hate it. Um, Paul, before I, I choke to death, uh, how about the OGT? Team, 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 team. Jaws reference, better film. Uh, I... Yeah, most things are. We have a very interesting guest on this week's OG Oh! Yes. Does the name Thunder Levin mean anything to you, Paul? I don't think it does. Who's Thunder Levin, Paul? Well, Paul, he's responsible for uh, uh, a couple of films that you might know that go by the name of Sharknado, <laughs> and Sharknado 2, and Sharknado 4, and Sharknado 5. When you say responsible for... And Sharknado 3. Oh, fuck. How so responsible? I mean, he bloody wrote all of them. He wrote them? He wrote these films. My hero. He put pen to paper. Daniel's hero. wrote the sentence, a shark gets caught in a tornado. And then another one. And also all of them. No, he did the pitch meeting. So then a shark goes in a tornado and it eats people. And then there's chainsaws. Also Tara Reid. Sold. I I guess so. And here he is, verified on our Twitter fucking page. Replying (laughs) to to our call. me. For good things about bad film Sharknado 3. So, fair play to Thunder Levin. Verified Twitter user Blue Tick at Thunder Levin. If anyone knows good things about this movie, it'd be the writer. I, I guess it should be, yeah. So what did he say? 
He said, I liked all of it. It's worth noting that until the shark survived in space, we'd gone through 2.75 movies without doing anything that was technically impossible. Improbable, yes. <laughs> impossible, no. And I even had a setup in the script for how they could survive in space. <laughs> I, I feel like See? Fund 11... I feel like plausibility was not your first priority here. <laughs> Look, I am absolutely sure that these movies must have been an absolute whale to fucking write. I mean, you can do anything. Just anything. I, I believe the fifth one is where they do time travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just time travel? Yeah, oh, I'm I gonna have so. to watch that. <laughs> that's fucking rad. I'm pretty I mean, sure that's in the okay. fifth one. I'm pretty sure that they had, like, they had two darts. They had a dartboard for dealer celebrities and a dartboard <laughs> for what location they get eaten by a shark and then they just wrote the script around that <laughs> i am so grateful for fund 11 to write to, for writing in that's so cool um sorry we trashed your film well do you know what paul before we before we do that and apologize uh, i did actually ask him how um what that setup in the script was for how sharks could survive in space <laughs> And um, I, I did that this morning after I woke up after a quite a heavy night last night. And he replied very quickly. Uh, so we get this on the podcast as well. The original idea was that millions of gallons of water would be sucked up into space with the sharks. They'd each be floating around in their own globules of water in space. I guess the VFX were too complicated. <laughs> yeah, and also, it's just I've got to say, the image of just a shark in space was wonderfully amusing. I mean, that, that image, just a one-sheet of a shark mm. in space, a giant shark floating towards an astronaut with the credit Sharknado 3, oh hell no. That's just comedy genius. That really is brilliant. The film around that premise did not live up to expectations for me. No. But I, I'm I'm quite happy with them not having globules of water. That was the more inexplicable, the better. So Thanks to Thunder Leather, yeah. new member of the OG Thanks, team. <laughs> Oh, team! I never thought I'd say that. <laughs> I I appreciate that they didn't have the sharks in water in space. Yeah, and they just had that throwaway line where, just shut up, <laughs> and that's it. That's their scientific explanation. Also, they said something about them being able to hold water in their gills. They said some line where it's like, "How can they survive in space? How can they survive in a tornado?" Yeah, that was a good sort of undercutting of yeah. just, you know, just yeah, get over it. If you care about science, you would have turned off two movies ago. (laughs) 2.75 movies ago. Oh, God. (laughs) Well, brilliant. Let's talk about The One Better Thing. The One Better Thing. This is The End. It's a 2013 movie directed by Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg and starring anyone who's ever been in one of their movies and then some. It's an overblown and meta-apocalypse story that fully knows what it is, but it uses it so the actors play exaggerated versions of themselves, uh, which is to say awfully flawed people who'd be absolutely useless in the in an end-of-the-world situation. It's kind of anti-Hollywood, whilst at the same time being as backslappy as Sharknado is, but it gets the balance right, and it's pretty different from anything else out there. It's definitely the most original comedy to come out of America for a long time. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Uh, Daniel, how about you? Well, you have chainsaws and some guy that's incap- that's just bonkers and stupid and can't handle himself fighting a bunch of monsters. So watch Evil Dead 2. Oh, oh good, fuck yeah. yeah. Classic. It's yeah, like this, except a- with good acting and good writing. And great special effects. And good special effects. And great yeah. world. Yeah. <laughs> it's this, but better. And legacy. My One Better Thing has none of that. Um, my One Better Thing... <laughs> I'm going to go with the film I feel like started this whole thing off. And it's not an asylum film. It's actually surprisingly a mainstream film. I, I And the problem with recommending it is I don't remember 
if it's good. I th- I seem to remember it being I quite am, fun. I'm so excited. And self-aware. <laughs> I remember it being self-aware and very silly and having a few good special effects in it, but also being just campy as fuck. I'm going to go with Snakes on a Plane. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, that's not so, good. No, I... It, it's the same level of ridiculousness as this. This is... And it, it is ridiculous. Has, this is Paul's one better thing. <laughs> I'm just saying that this is great, and so is sh- Thanks on a plane. <laughs> I don't have a like a, a similar film to Sharknado Three here. I could recommend Igmar Bergman's <laughs> The Virgin Spring, but I feel like it's not going to come over quite the right way. So, <laughs> Snakes on a Plane. I just remember it being campy and silly and quite fun. <laughs> I remember they do some inventive things with the snakes in terms of how they take people out. And I remember being quite entertained. So there you go. Snakes on a plane. Fantastic. One better thing. <laughs> the one better thing. The one better thing. All right. Um, I think we're out of stuff in our format. Daniel, why don't you tell people how they can check out your stuff? Gotta love this movie. Uh, you can follow me <laughs> uh, at Aussie Nerds Pod on Twitter. Uh, if you want to be on the podcast and talk about your favorite hmm. film, which if you want to talk about this, then yay. Um... <laughs> then you can just tweet me there. Uh, I have a Facebook page, uh, Aussie Nerds on Facebook. Subscribe on Podbean or uh, any podcasting app, the Aussie Nerds podcast. Every week we talk about that person's favourite movie. I invite someone on, talk about their favourite movie. It's great. Uh, my favourite thing is that I had to watch Paddington 2 and Shawshank Redemption back to back. So my brain was like, this is the same movie. <laughs> Because they're both about yeah. an innocent person that goes to prison and then makes the prison better. Total remake. <laughs> but one of them has a bear. And the Morgan Freeman in Paddington 2 is Don- is um, Brendan Gleeson. I really could have done without that scene in Paddington 2 where um, Paddington 2 is implied to have been the victim of rape, though. That just really <laughs> took it in a different direction. I don't know. It? it took it to a whole new level. Some would say it's a necessary rape. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> makes marmite sandwiches for everyone and they open a restaurant and then it t- and then it starts off the, the buy one better thing is Paddington 2 <laughs> fuck it so the um so it starts off with him going to prison for because he they think that he stole a pop-up book he didn't because he's fucking Paddington and he's great <laughs> it was Hugh Grant who stole that fucking pop-up book it all comes around you <laughs> see suave fucking British types and then enter prostitutes <laughs> enter the bitches says Paddington there's an awful lot of bitches in this house <laughs> Paddington 2 is genuinely great Je- Paddington 2 is really legitimately brilliant It's a really fantastic film um, Seeing as we're just going all over the format Paul do you have anything else you'd like to quick fire? <laughs> uh, well let's just say both of us We were on, yeah we were on Aussie Nerds uh, You Were you on this week yes. and I'm on next week Is that how this works? You check the schedule <laughs> Eventually yeah. we'll both, we'll both be, be on Aussie Nerds I'm Aussie Nerds, I'm talking about the Royal Tenenbaums And Paul's talking about his favourite film um, Care Bears Yeah the Care Bears movie the old old Care Bears boy. <laughs> oh, um, that scene where the Care Bears eat a live octopus. <laughs> and one of them fucks oh. their sister. God. Oh. Yeah. Dangerous new places. And I'm glad to be there with You're them. You're a very weird person. <laughs> but I like this movie, so who am I to judge? <laughs> yeah, I feel like we've represented ourselves well on each other's podcasts. <laughs> so, with that in mind, have you done all the, the spruiking? Where they can find you on Twitter and iTunes and all that. Do your Twitter handle, sir. At Aussie Nerds Pod. Tweet me there if you want to be on the podcast. And follow me because uh, I need more followers, guys. Aussie Nerd. Go on. Do it. He tweets way him. more often than we do. He actually <laughs> seems yeah. to use social media 
We remember it sometimes. We come back to it when we need something from you, the listeners at home. <laughs> like the cats of social media. Yeah, it's very media. much about what we can... Ask not what you can get from your OGT, but rather what your OGT you can, can get, get from, from you. Paul, <laughs> <laughs> well, how can people find out about the one good thing and what they can do for it? So everything, you know, taking in mind everything we've just said, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook where we we, we tweet all the fucking time. <laughs> Amazing film shit. And just get out in your faces. Send us an email at gmail at ogtpod at gmail.com. We, we do reply to that, but we can't just send emails out uh, indiscriminately like on social media. I think. Like Fund 11 would. <laughs> Unsolicited. It's just lucky that we put out the call for him. <laughs> he's a, a crazy powerful man. <laughs> And I'm just glad that he's on our side. <laughs> kind of. On top of all that, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, YouTube. It's all, all the places you listen to podcasts. Um, you're listening to it now. Yeah, so You figured you know, it out. Play this bit to a friend first. This is the best bit. This is the highlight of the show. Everything else is kind of... Run filler. down the street <laughs> playing <laughs> this bit. Um, yeah, I, I think that's yeah. it. Goodbye. Oh, check us out on Instagram. I do try and put stupid pictures of our faces freezing on Skype when we try and record. So, <laughs> Don't you want to see that, guys? No. Some people do. Not too bad. <laughs> Fund 11 couldn't get enough of it. <laughs> ASL. Um, thanks, Aussie Nerd. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us. Mm. It was really fun. <laughs> Bye, guys. I'm Paul Salt. I'm Paul Goodman. I'm the Aussie Nerd. And remember, the one good thing about Sharknado 3 is it's an immaculately perfect script. <laughs> <laughs> we can stop recording now. <laughs> <laughs>